Now back to Fitness Fanatics on 93.7 A Ticket and theticketfm.com. All right, welcome back into the Fitness Fanatics. We are joined with Dr. Adam Gensler from Spine and Sport Chiropractic. Uh, on this next segment, we want to talk a little bit about the average person like me. Average Jeff. The average Jeff, not the average <laughs> Joe. The average Jeff that, you know, was really good in P- the PE <laughs> yes, PE stuff. That is true. I feel like you like excelled MVP, in PE. MVP of all the kickballs and the capture the flags and all that Scooter stuff. hockey. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all, all that stuff, but not, you know, not the elite athlete. So just the average Jeff that, um, <laughs> you know, it, it is athletic and what's, what's some good injury prevention things that people should do if they're like, we have an, uh, a 10 week challenge group starting tomorrow. We have mm-hmm. 82 brand new members to Ferrell's. Um, a lot of them haven't worked out for years, maybe in the worst shape of their life. They're just getting into this. You know, some of them want to lose weight. Some of them want to build muscle, a lot of different reasons. So, and hopefully some of them will listen to this show mm-hmm. when we're trying to make it a requirement to do ferals is to subscribe <laughs> to this podcast. Uh, so what's some good, if you're just starting any fitness facility, your journey starting, what, what are some good injury prevention tips for them pre-workout, post-workout, and just, just throughout the week? Okay. So the... Other than come see me. Yes. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, is uh, w- another person in our community I really respect is Ann Ringline of the Lincoln Running Company. Mm-hmm. And so when you start running, when same same thing. So yeah. One of her, the best things she would say is run more often, run slower, and t- take rest. Like mm-hmm. start slow, realize that your goal is a long ways out. So it's 10 yeah. week program is what you could yep. yes. yeah. yeah. Like 10 weeks is a long time mm-hmm. and that's, and w- no matter what sport, what kind of training it is, like it's a compound game. So mm-hmm. there's a calculation and it's the acute workload versus chronic workload. And every sport can kind of adhere to this at different level. You come out with a ratio of how much more you can do this week, essentially than the last four weeks. Mm-hmm. If you overdo that, your chances of injury go way up. And that's the one big thing I see with people have goals, whether they're trying to lose weight, gain muscle mass, or just stick with a program, is if you get hurt, that is the number one thing that'll send you back to zero. Because mm-hmm. you're trying to build habits, and being hurt does not help build habits. Um, you know, the fastest runners I know run the most. And if you're injured, you're not running at all. Mm-hmm. So I would say like, if you can listen to your body and slow down, it's okay to take a break. Like if you, if you miss three days in a 10 week challenge, that is a blip on that and i've never seen one workout take people to over the top um but i've seen it shut people down mm-hmm. many times you know it may give them one more overuse injury um and i've done it myself uh so i can speak from experience unfortunately yeah however speaking from experience is some of the more powerful ways you can do it so if you slow down listen um recover as much as you work out i mean recover the much as you need to to continue working out um that would be the biggest thing is listen to your body um you know feeling's good resting's good if you feel like you know, you should be not working out today or you, you know, need extra sleep. You should probably just do that because I've, I've ignored it and I've ended up my favorite story for myself personally, I was trained for a marathon and I was running, um, with a bunch of guys and we went with a bunch of guys. On a long Were run. you, are you <coughs> one of the group members of the shirtless men running group in Lincoln? <laughs> I've never seen more men run without shirts on than in the city. Are of Lincoln. they super fit? 
usually. I mean, I think that's I, the I, only reason men will run without shirts that's on. That's a really good point. Right. <laughs> I probably used to be part of that. Okay. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm part of the dad bod running I just have now. never <laughs> seen more men run with no shirts on than in the city of Lincoln. So Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. I, I, you know, maybe I used to be. I'm usually. Sometimes, I'm a, I mean, sometimes. <clears throat> I don't know. Whatever. Anytime I'm like, well, good for you. But then I'm also like, put a shirt on. But that's just me. <laughs> if it's in the daylight, it's probably not me. I'm more of like a 5 o'clock a.m. runner. So okay. like. You, anyway. You guys, yeah. <laughs> Back to your no, story. <laughs> so I'm running with a bunch of guys, and we you always end up like shoulder racing, right? So mm-hmm. we're like you're always just kind of pushing the pace towards the end. And usually, when you turn towards home, you like you say smell the barn. You've heard that, right? Mm-hmm. And yeah. everyone starts running up faster <laughs> and faster. That morning, I had ignored my body saying, "Hey, you should rest. You should sleep in." And so we get to mile 16, and we have a guy who's run college cross country. We're talking fast, and so we start running faster and faster. And pretty soon, we're we're running a pace I have no business running ever, <laughs> yeah. much less mile 16. And then the then the black starts closing in on my eyes Oof. and i get tunnel vision and so I, I back off um i'll save the rest of like uh, splashing my face in mcdonald's you know bathroom i'm mm-hmm. uh, trying to come back to life and uh i ended up with h1n1 like i was coming down wow. with like a pretty mm. good and that's the sickest i've ever been yeah. um that's i don't even know that was like and it was like the year after h1n1 was a cool thing to get yeah i was, like, yeah, right. I was behind I it and i was like i'm like oh it's a sinus infection there's like no you're gonna feel worse tomorrow oh, probably no. worse the next day but i'm pretty sure i would have been okay yeah. if i would just like listen to my body and said like hey like you don't have to run today yeah like, it was the tipping point yeah yeah that, that's guess, for sure and uh the um spoiler alert is that marathon went extremely poorly yeah yeah i would have bought a bag of chips off somebody at mile 16 and i like, just walked off <laughs> right. the course if they were there <laughs> yeah builds character though right builds character yeah. Yeah. so we'll get our uh we'll get a doctor a professional doctor um suggestion because the hardest part for our program for the first week and i said this in orientation yesterday that your results in their 10-week program they don't happen in the first three weeks so because people tend to want to just go all out coming like right out of the gate, you know, and so our classes are group fitness. And so um, those first two strength training days, Tuesday, we're going to do lower body. Thursday, we're going to do upper body. Well, a lot of people, you know, we use resistance bands for the first couple of weeks just to help keep, you know, get that biomechanics down, you know, work the muscles and learn the range of motion, strengthening. And, you know, we'll go to do squats and we'll have people on fairly low resistance for the squats. But they don't understand that the volume is higher. So we want the resistance to be lighter. And so we tell people to stay light because we want them to work their muscle groups. We want them to feel it where they're supposed to feel it. But a lot of times ego gets in the way. So I think you would probably agree that that's part of it. Like listen to the instructor, you know, listen to the person who has designed the program. And if they're telling you to go lighter, then it's probably a good idea to go lighter, especially in those first kind of couple weeks. That's probably true with any kind of fitness regiment. Yeah. And and so moving well and knocking, like, if you out train the muscle, the muscular system out trains the neurological ability, people get hurt. Mm-hmm. So if you lose form at the end, like you will get hurt eventually because your body is dynamically changing good or bad. It's hardly ever changing the same. It's reacting to whatever input stimulus you put into it. Mm-hmm. So you're going to put a whole bunch of new stimulus into this. It's got to figure out how to adapt. And so if you're not listening to the coaches, um, instructors, and you're not like making sure your form's on point or you start to, your form starts to go because you have just maxed it out and like, I can do two more. Like that is when things go wrong. Mm-hmm. Like almost always like classic pec tear is the last rep of the last set on the way down. Yeah. And I mean, that's in the, in the back is the same thing on a squat. Um, so if I, I mean, if I could 
tell anybody just always lift lighter than you think you can mm-hmm. depending on what your goals are if, if your goal was to you know power lift and stuff <clears throat> you probably wouldn't be training at ferals if you wanted right. to go do yes a power we do not right. do that yeah, right yeah. <laughs> yes. right not a whole lot of band powerlifting meets out right. there right now no <laughs> maybe there should be <laughs> i know but um yeah so it's, it's just one of those things it's, it seems and knowing what i know is super simple like if you saw um if I designed a program for the average Jeff, mm-hmm. it's going to be probably, uh, it's going to be heavy on some pretty basic movements, which I'm sure Farrell's yes. is too. It's going to be lighter than you want to go. Um, but until you prove to me that you can move well, there's right. no reason to go after that muscle. Because the true muscle strength, I don't remember what the research is on it, but it's weeks. Like if you're going to see yeah. true muscle strength, I think it's like eight to 10 weeks is when you start to see that. You'll get changes, right. and, but all that adaptation to begin with is neurological. Like the yes. first four weeks is all neurological. Like you're just recruiting your muscles better. So if you go lighter and just learn how to recruit those muscles you will get stronger and you will do it right and you will won't get hurt mm-hmm. and then when it comes time for those muscles to be like, oh now we can get bigger because i know how i'm doing and we can actually start to deposit protein and start to change things then you you become really really solid yep that's awesome that's really part of our program too we really don't start going heavy until about week four when we start introducing like drop sets and we start going a little bit heavier on the resistance with with stuff like that. So yeah, and you'll make yeah. neurological changes immediately. So four weeks is plenty of time to, mm-hmm. to get that kind of set as long as you listen. Right. <laughs> and get listen. that ego out of the it's- way. That's the hard part too. Sometimes with group fitness too, because well, I mean, and with ours, it's, it is instructor led. So it's not so much like I know for myself, like CrossFit would not be a good um, fit for me because I am, um, I'm athletic, but I'm not, I don't have that competitive part of it, but I think sometimes people get a little too competitive and then that's when like sometimes depending on who is in the room when you're working out, then maybe some injuries can happen because of that. But with like with our program, it's group fitness and you're kind of one to one doing what the instructor is doing. So if you're listening to that instructor, you're listening to your coach telling you like, I don't know, you might want to go a little lighter or maybe even telling you to go a little heavier because if you're doing a back exercise, with a resistance band and you're going too light you're really not going to feel it where you're supposed to feel it so it's like you know kind of understanding those things but um it's it's a little bit different because you're going at the pace of the class of the instructor of how it's designed so hopefully you're not you know we're not trying to find people's one rep max necessarily you know on exercises so it's like we want this to fit into your life. We don't want this to be, you know, <laughs> to be your whole entire world right. necessarily. <laughs> almost like they came to you because you're experts on it. Right. You know? Yeah. It's almost I like know. they should listen to you because they're paying you right. to listen. Just to like that, when you go you. see Dr. Adam and he gives yeah. you homework and then you do it and you feel better and, and then you stop doing it's it an and amazing start thing. hurting again. <laughs> I know. It's crazy what people can do when they eat right and exercise. Move your body. Right. Yeah. It, it's, it doesn't have to be perfect either. No. no. And like Mark, so Mark just did the 10 week, the, the spring 10 week challenge. Yeah, awesome. And he lost 36 pounds, 22 inches and 6% body fat. That's crazy. In mm-hmm. 10 weeks. Super cool. And you know, he didn't do anything extreme, like eating a thousand calories a day. We had him eating 23, 2400 calories a day. So eating a lot of food and, and not just him, but like, everybody that follows the program sees great changes and it's just it's there's no secret it's just eating eating healthy and moving your body your body appropriate and working out appropriate moving and appropriate eating yeah yeah Yeah. and i do like that about your philosophy too about how movement is key just you know moving because i think that sometimes when we have members that have injuries and not like serious injuries but maybe like a nagging injury something that 
and then we tell them to modify and then they maybe don't because it's that whole ego thing. Well, I don't want everyone to look at me. But in my case, when I had to really modify and I had to stop doing stuff, I thought of myself as an example. Like I'm showing people that in spite of having an injury, I can still, there's still, if maybe there's five things I can't do, but there's 15 things that I can still do to like, you know, right. be still stay mobile and moving and move my body. And I appreciated that about you. Um, it's always hard for me sometimes to find a doctor because we own a gym. I teach fitness classes as a job, so I can't just do nothing. So when you go to someone and their first reaction is, well, you need to rest. I'm like, okay, I can rest for six weeks, but my body is used to moving. And so the problems that I'm going to have from resting is going to far outweigh modifying and not doing some things, but still being able to move. So like I've definitely in the last year with this injury dialed down the intensity of my workouts, but I've definitely kept like, I walk a lot more. So like this morning, instead of where I would usually maybe have gone for a run, I went for a walk. Like I still kept moving. And I mm -hmm. appreciate that about you too, because you want to keep people moving. Yeah. The, the last thing I want to do is take away movement. Mm -hmm. Um, the health problems in this country are not from people moving too much. Mm -hmm. um, so why would I stop somebody's motivation? Like, unless you're going to break something, make yeah. it worse, or we can't make progress. Right, you have a like torn calf muscle. Yeah. Like, no, you can't put weight on that. Yeah. Like, Don't yes. go run. Right. right. Yeah. 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 But, for the, but for the most part, yeah, and that you know, and competing, you know, if I'm going to a class and I'm comp in my head competing against Jeff, and <laughs> Jeff's just you know has this, the biggest band out there, and I can't have any business doing it, and I'm doing it, and I get hurt. I mean, like. Most of our PR days are over. We're going to say that, right? Yeah. Like, okay. Mine right. is. Yeah. Um, and if I get hurt and go home and tell my wife, I'm like, yeah, my back's really sore. She's like, well, why? It's like, well, Jeff was doing the green band and See, I thought I could do it. She's going to be like, well, that's dumb. Now, now are you, listening you to, just gave Mark you every to Mark excuse earlier? to not we, push himself we, now. Yeah, we did do what Jeff does. That's <laughs> yeah. what I'm hearing. We yeah. were doing a class yesterday. <laughs> and in part of the class, we had to do like, I mean, it was only Fire 15. <laughs> right. Like we're real. on each side yeah. <laughs> 15 fire hydrants with a circle or an o-ring yeah. around our knees right yeah, more yeah. resistant 15 that's one it. five one five I'm on using... minute 55 of the workout so i i just i'm do, using a blue o-ring around <laughs> and you know hey i'm all for going lighter bands if i can sneak them in there that's why i love about ferals all of a sudden we say hey you you know you could go a little heavier yeah. and i'm like okay i can i'm kind of being a wimp right. but so i'm using blue and mark goes up to the band rack to grab a green one which is too lower which is like yeah it's yellow which nicole will say like when we do like donkey kicks she'll be like okay a yellow band for a donkey kick is like walking up a flight of stairs. You know, That's how much you're working than your glutes. You work your glute more right. walking upstairs yeah. than you, you do. You work your glutes more walking upstairs than you do a yellow figure eight band with yeah. hardly any resistance. Right. So I grabbed green, yeah. not yellow. <laughs> so we grabbed a green band, and then I'm like, Mark, you're not – no, you don't need a green band for this. So then he – so it goes yellow, green, red, blue. So then he reaches for the red, and I'm like, no. he probably would have been great with red. You know what? If you would have used red, your range of motion probably would have been a little bit better. Yeah, your range of motion you. probably suffered it was much, a little bit. Much worse because I did. The but yeah. then again, it was only. He's 15. really hindering yeah. my progress. Yeah. Only 15. <laughs> That's it. So and you just basically just gave mark every oh, excuse. well the good news is your form changes if it's too light too you get out of control that so is true constructors can see that too. yes Dang it. absolutely yes. that's why we say no yellow for donkey kicks yes now he's gotten me all <laughs> he's got me ready for strength training 
Yeah. For Tuesday. I'm going to be sticklers. Yeah. Yeah. Walking around. Absolutely. It's like. true. We just had a doctor on the show. Yes. Telling you. Remember, it's week one of the challenge. Yes. Yeah. You're not going to win $1,000 by your lower body class and the first day. Yeah. Week right. one. Right. Yeah. No doubt. Yeah. So, yes. And we we preach that range of motion, band mm. down, stuff like I that. Thought, I thought you were going to say you're going to go the other way. Like, no. Nah, the doctor no. said. Yeah. No. <laughs> no. Two, no. Two lights bad. That's not for you. Not for you. For the no, newbies. You're, you're fine. Yeah. Okay. You're fine. You're getting there. You survived. You're not injured today, right? You made well, it. Not in that way. You're just sore. Yeah. yeah. Mentally. Yeah. Mentally right. Right. Abused. I cried myself to sleep. <laughs> but it's fine. It's fine. Well, right. and I'll tell the, our members too, like when we're working shoulder, I mean, shoulders and triceps are always pretty weak. Like I'm not going to tell them to get a blue band to do lateral yes. races. Yeah. I mean, yeah. You know, I'm using yellow most of the time when I do lateral raises because it's hard. And it's been hard for 15 years because our shoulders are just weaker muscles. But, you know, like glutes and quads and stuff, it's like, you know, having a yellow band is almost like not having a band at all. Mm-hmm. So yeah. you can push yourself a little bit, but I'm not going to tell them to band up when we're doing shoulders and triceps that I know yeah. are weaker muscles. Right. You know, mm-hmm. that type of thing. So, yeah, you're giving him a little ammunition. Because <laughs> he was just complaining right. that I made him go heavier. And then <laughs> the doctor comes in and says, you know, you probably shouldn't go as heavy. <laughs> and he's just like, I knew it. I knew it. I've got this cut and bookmarked already. We Don't were worry. working <laughs> your glutes. Put it on the wall. Strongest <laughs> muscle. You're still alive. All right. All right. We'll we're up against break. our last break. When we come back, we'll get all the information we need if you – how you can get a hold of Dr. Adam and, and how that all looks here. Mm-hmm. Coming up on 93.7 The Ticket.